Welcome to Lay's Little Golden Books. I hope you all enjoy today's story, and perhaps one day when your kids are grown, they will share these timeless stories with their own children. Walt Disney's DuckTales, The Secret City Under the Sea by Paul S. Newman, a golden book. One lazy summer day, Scrooge McDuck was reading an article in the Duckburg Times while his three nephews played a game. Suddenly, Scrooge interrupted the quiet with a shout. A gold coin has been found on Duckburg Beach, he said. Where did it come from? asked Dewey as the nephews gathered around Scrooge. Nobody knows, said Scrooge. The only clue is the engraving on the coin. It says, Atlantis 1888 AS. Now I wonder what that means. Let's look Atlantis up in our junior woodchuck guide, said Huey. The boys raced off to get the book. Louie read aloud from the guide. No one knows if Atlantis ever really existed or if it is just a legend. Atlantis is said to be an island whose inhabitants created a very advanced scientific kingdom. Centuries ago, Atlantis suddenly sank into the ocean to become a fabulous undersea city rich in gold but no one has ever discovered exactly where it is located. Rich in gold, Scrooge's eyes lit up, but what does 1888 AS mean? Maybe it means 1888 years after sinking, Louis suggested. Do you think Atlantis still exists, Uncle Scrooge? asked Dewey. I must find out, said Scrooge. If Atlantis exists, it must have gold. Scrooge and the boys went to the daring inventor, Giro Girlus, for help in searching out Atlantis. Well, Giro said thoughtfully, if this Atlantis is underwater, I'd better make you a deep sea submarine. After two hours of hammering and fitting metal pieces together, Giro declared that the sub was ready to go. The boys helped Scrooge haul a heavy sack into the Atlantis Explorer. The sack was filled with gold in case they ran into any unusual expenses along the way to Atlantis. Giro sealed the hatch and started the engine. The sub dived beneath the water. The undersea adventure had begun. They plunged down into the dark depths of the sea. Strange fish darted around them. The deeper they dived, the darker and more mysterious the sea grew. Turn on the spotlight, Scrooge said to Giro. Aye, aye, said Giro as he snapped on the spotlight control. Zap! Zap! Explosions burst out in front of the sub. Instead of a light bulb, Giro had mistakenly put a laser into the spotlight. Its powerful beam was blowing up rocks and shells on the seabed. Giro quickly found the switch and turned it off. As the water cleared, the crew looked out the sub's portal and gasped. It was Atlantis! The famed city of ancient legend lay there glowing under a giant clear dome that rested on the sea floor. Inside the dome was a fantastic and glorious world. Giro guided the sub into an airlock. They all climbed out of the sub and passed through the airlock into the city. Scrooge ran ahead of the others. He saw glittering piles of gold all around. He rushed from one gold pile to another shouting, Gold! Genuine gold! Suddenly, two burly ducks in uniform commanded, Surrender, all aliens! Surrender, said Scrooge as the two guards yanked him away from a pile of gold. Why do we have to surrender? 
Be quiet. You are now King Lod's prisoners, one guard said as he confiscated Scrooge's bag of gold. They were taken to King Lod's palace. The king held up Scrooge's bag of gold. You must have plenty more of this where you come from, he said to Scrooge. Scrooge refused to answer the king. Very well, said King Lod. Perhaps a little stay in prison will give you time to think of your answer. Take them away, he ordered the guards. The guards led the explorers to the basement of the palace. They opened a heavy door and locked the crew in a gloomy prison cell. Let me apologize for the rude welcome, said an elderly duck sitting in a corner of the cell. This never would have happened when I was the king of Atlantis. You were the king of Atlantis? Huey asked. Yes, said the elderly duck. My name is King Gladone. Then he told them the amazing history of this ancient city under the sea. Thousands of years ago, King Gladone began, Atlantis sank beneath the sea. Luckily, there were brilliant scientists who discovered a way to make artificial air by using pure gold and underwater elements. This machine here produces all the air for Atlantis. In order to maintain the air-making process, we Atlanteans must keep mining gold. King Gladone continued, Only the king was trusted with the secret air-making formula. During my rule, a man named Laud captured me one night and hid me in this cell. The Atlanteans thought I was dead. Laud said that he had the air-making formula, so they had to name him king. Then evil times began for Atlantis. Now King Laud makes everyone work harder and harder searching for gold, King Gladone said sadly. He wants more gold for himself to make gold crowns and jewels, and he leaves just enough so that we can keep breathing. But I have refused to give him the secret formula, which is why he keeps me alive. I am the only person in the world who knows how to run this machine. I wish we could help you, said Scrooge, but there doesn't seem to be any way out of this place. I know, said King Gladone, but I'm afraid King Laud will soon use up all the gold and our city will be destroyed. Suddenly, Scrooge had an idea. Maybe Giro's spotlight on the sub can help us, he said. But it's not really a spotlight, Uncle Scrooge, said Louie. It's a laser. Yes, said Scrooge, but King Laud doesn't know that. Then Scrooge banged on the door and called to the guards. Tell King Laud that I'm ready to get the gold he wants, Scrooge said. The guards relayed the message to King Laud, and then they returned for Scrooge. You may go and get the gold, the guards said, but the rest of your crew shall remain here as hostages until you return. Scrooge guided the sub out of the airlock. As soon as the sub was in the water, Scrooge switched on the laser. He aimed its penetrating beam on the giant dome over Atlantis. Zap! Zap! The beam burned a hole in the dome. The dome is leaking, cried the Atlanteans. Everyone panicked and began to run away. King Laud shouted orders as his guards tried to stop the water from flooding the city. While the guards were busy repairing the leak, Scrooge sneaked the sub back into Atlantis. Scrooge dashed back to the prison. He found the key to the cell and opened the door, releasing Giro and the nephews and a grateful King Gladone. 
Now we must capture King Lod and save the people of Atlantis, said Scrooge. Follow me, boys. As they walked toward the palace, the crowds went wild. Look, someone cried, it's King Gladon. He's alive. When all the Atlanteans saw their beloved former king, they cheered. Then they overpowered King Lod and his guards and threw them in prison. After making sure the leak was repaired, King Gladon mounted his gold throne. How can I ever thank you? He, said, he asked Scrooge. With a big grin, Scrooge looked at the piles of gold nearby. Oh, I'm sorry, Scrooge, said King Gladon. But we need all our gold in order to keep breathing. You understand, don't you? Scrooge nodded his head as his own bag of gold was returned to him. Back in Duckbirds, Scrooge stared at his sack of gold. This is all I have to show for all that trouble, and it's the gold I already had. But we did have an exciting adventure, Uncle Scrooge, said Dewey. And we rescued the people of Atlantis from King Laud, added Huey. We certainly did, Scrooge agreed, and that's the best reward ever. The End